Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the You Got a Minute Fan Podcast. The You Got a Minute Fan Podcast is currently the flagship show in the IB Network. As always, I am joined by the man of many Facebook names, Actively Lazy. Yeah, what's up? All right, man, we had kind of a interesting week in IBS, I, I'm going to say. If you listen to this podcast, I'm going to stay away from some of the uh, real personal issues because, you know, at the end of the day, we're family. So I'm not going to air all the family not, business, the dirty laundry out here. <laughs> I might. I don't know. I don't know how I'm feeling right now. I might. That's not, that's not how we do. If we really a black family, don't nobody care, bro. It could be Christmas. It could be a wedding. It could be a funeral. It don't matter. You know somebody in the back talking about now. Look at him. He know. Look at him. Look but at as you know, I catered to my saltines a little bit. Um, but we did have a saltine who who got kicked out of the group. Who an all star came in and asked for me to bring him back, and I did. This guy who's somewhat new, I think, John Mabry. I uh, went on one of my rants on him. Because sometimes people, and I know you like to have fun with it too, but as a Cowboy fan, and as a Cowboy fan or supporter, whatever I am like me, it just gets so tired with people having memes from like 19, or really 1999, maybe if memes existed, but definitely from the early 2000s. Remember there was one that said like uh, something about the Cowboys never having a touchdown like a hurricane, they kept posting that meme. They kept posting the meme saying the Jaguars had more playoff wins since 1999 or whatever. And it's just so lazy and so, like, not creative. So this guy was all, I was teasing Jay Holler about something, and that went left. And he went on and on about how the Cowboys fans are bandwagon fans because this and that and that. And then Bill Gorman got on there talking too. You can't be a bandwagon fan. If you've been a team of a, been a fan of a team that hasn't won a Super Bowl in like almost thirty years, you might have jumped on the bandwagon, but you're not. A bandwagon implies you jump on and off, not that you keep riding. Like the Seattle Seahawks had bandwagon fans, everyone was saying, and maybe the Bucks will have those. And but you, if you stay true to the team and they don't win, you're not a bandwagon fan. Yeah, like, honestly, update the rosters, man. Like, ain't nobody bandwagoning on the Dallas Cowboys. Like, why would you? Enough. Why would you? Like, you, that's the miserable life. Could, it's not fun yeah, being a Cowboy you fan. Could, you could bandwagon on, like, the Chiefs, obviously. Yeah. And, um, and then maybe, like, the Seahawks or something like that. It just depends. But typically, to be on a bandwagon, they have to have some, like, a success consistency of winning. <laughs> yeah, or success. Yeah, so I I actually didn't even join in on that thread. I I tried to. I'm I'm a snob when it comes to trolling cowboy fans. I don't just jump in on these random trolls. So I I, I in my thread I said you came to the wrong guy with this dumb fanboy shit. I root for the Cowboys. It's not my world. I don't involve myself in these infantile fan arguments because they're getting this stupid stuff and they want to say the same thing. Like, do you think I haven't heard this stuff before? Like, it's just not. Creative. I've rooted for the Cowboys since Tom Landry. We were three and thirteen in nineteen eighty-eight. Might be eighty-seven, but I believe it was eighty-eight. Tom Landry got fired. The next year, I lived the one and fifteen season. Well before Danny, I had a Danny White jersey, and I'm not even into fanhood or silliness. But the team I've been loyal to all my life has been the Cowboys. A Danny White jersey. 
Hopefully there are no pictures. But that was the quarterback of my team the first year. And I said, nobody was talking to you. You hijacked the post to get your same cowboy jokes off. And I also told him, don't call me a liar. He was like, oh, they got popular during the 90s. And suddenly everybody's a fan. Well, a lot of teams and a lot get popular during the time. And they do grow fans because that's just how the league works. But I said, don't inbox me. So then I muted him for 24 hours. He came back. He said, oh, he had a a, a, a text with uh, Aaron Sealand or whatever. And it said something like, oh, I just wanted to get one of the legendary rants out of him. And see, he took the bait. I was like, well, okay, if that's what you like. Keep poking the bull. So then I kicked him out. Then Aaron had him come back in the game. But don't play games with me. I don't have time for your salt team games. Yeah, somehow I became this man's Facebook friend. Yes, I feel like somebody hacked my uh, account. <laughs> you, you probably made a mistake. You don't know how. You don't. You don't know. You know who you friended. You don't know if you're coming or going with all of your accounts. I'm about to start. I'm about to start reporting people because I think I'm being spied on. But anyway, um, yeah, cowboy trolling. Like, come on. And we literally in this group we have exhausted all the memes, all the jokes. We can't even get the 8-8 eight and eight off anymore since there's 17 games in. It took that from us. So, like, what do we have now? Oh, analytics. We got that still. Your coach is very analytical, and, and he's big on <laughs> analytics. So, yeah, we can make fun yes, of that. I but can other, tell. Other than that, I mean, Random fourth downs he went for. There's literally nothing else. We are week one in the preseason, and we out here trolling the Cowboys. Come on, football, man. Hurry up and start regular season. <laughs> And I got to give my deflated game ball to Dominic Dominic Zenga. Man, I had a great plan. I said, look, Allen is not an admin anymore because of these, these issues. Or not an admin in name, anyway. He's still an admin, but not in name. Um, or, or like into Facebook. But I said, look, he's been picking on y'all. Let's put something together so y'all can have your revenge. Had a little side chat with both of them. Thought they could creative. They weren't very creative with it. So I knew something else. I knew that was a problem. I was trying. I was Vince. I was like, look, I'm pitching you an idea, man. Take it and run with it. Why can't you take it and run with it? So then I said, look, Dominic, I'm going to make you an admin. I'm anticipating him and Marcus come up with something. I mean, um, Maurice come up with something. And, you know, they get you. They might mute you for a day or something like that. And then do a little post to troll. Cut a promo. This dude, five minutes. It was not five minutes into me giving him his adminship back. He mutes you on one account. No promo, no explanation, no nothing. Terrible. Terrible. So here's my thing. One, the lead-in was awful because I honestly didn't know that it was supposed to be a joke. That's because he, so, he blew it. Yeah, like he... He, came, he just came out the gate hot. And I, I even inboxed him and gave him a warning. Like, yo, you better leave me alone, basically. Like, don't do it. Don't do it. And he muted me. And so I guess people don't understand that I kind of have keys to, like, the car. So I went into the IBM account, which is linked to my personal account. And I just switched it over. I unmuted myself. And then I left that veiled threat. But um, I can't wait to, to get my admin privileges back. I'm going to let everybody know my plan. I'm going to be good. For about three months, when this account <laughs> warning restriction thing is off, I'm going to formally submit my request to come back as an admin, and I'm going to kick Maurice, I'm going to kick Zynga. Well, Mars didn't do anything, but... I'm going to mute Tony, I'm going to burn the All-Stars down, and then I'm out again, because I'll probably be banned for 30 days again. <laughs> Man, I, I just don't... 
Like, I, I don't know how he just blew it like that. I mean, I didn't explicitly say write a promo, but I feel like you should know. We're not just muting him for your fun. We're muting him for the group. You know, we we, we hitting him. We're doing a joke. It's a gag. It's a show, man. What in the world? That'd be like if uh the guy on Steve Harvey, who is it, Nephew Tommy, if he did yeah. the prank calls, but he didn't air them. <laughs> he didn't record the prank call. He said, look, Steve, I'm Steve. I got a prank call. So where is it? Oh, I ain't recorded. I just did it. What? Like, what are you doing? What? And then I did. I gave him the classic uh, Booker T meme where he accidentally called Hulk Hogan the N-word. And so we definitely had a little, uh, what would you call that? It was a race swap, but it definitely was the same energy. I that at all. It was the same energy. Zinga follows Clay Travis. He follows Brent Bollinger, Jay Cardigan, and all these other undercover races in our group. So you can't be giving him... The green light to say the end. I didn't say he could say he knows better. He probably went home and practiced it. He probably (laughs) was like, was probably doing like the Jeopardy thing where, or not Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune, where you seen that clip where it's like, spell this word. Uh, Where does that say? (laughs) That was him, man. Like, you gotta watch out for Zinga, man. You can't give these people an inch, man. Zinga is the only. Zinga is the only white man that I know that code switches. Because I've seen his Twitter too. He tones it down. He knows what he does. He's in the group. He knows what to say because he got. He used to get burnt, beat up so bad, and so now he's he's figured it out. Now he he has figured it out. But hey, I I, I appreciate if you're in Wakanda. I appreciate the respect. You do what you want to do when you go back to Italy or whatever. Hey, Toss can up. I give a, wait, can go I ahead. give a deflated game ball out today to um I think it was Cecil. I can't even. Cecil we got, got your boy we, swag. Yeah, there we go. I think it was him. Nobody gives a damn about preseason wins, man. Not one person cares about that stuff. Well, as Zynga gambler, does. Speaking of Zynga. As a gambler, and obviously because Zynga's a super fan, I am well aware, I think most people are well aware, that the Baltimore Ravens consistently win preseason games. But nobody, you, what is there to celebrate with that? Like, because they draft well. That's not even that they draft well. Sometimes. Because those guys aren't times, playing like, whole games. Yeah, I was just saying, a lot of times, guys just ain't playing their people, man. Tom Brady threw one pass. Patrick yeah. Mahomes might have took three snaps. Like Things like that happen on a regular basis. And then at the end, at the end, they've always got some veteran quarterback mm-hmm. who's getting a ton of playing time. Like, RG3 might be trash, but he can beat most of yeah. these guys trying to, to make a team. And those have been like their backup quarterbacks for the longest time. So, yes, they win. They win like, because they try to win them. A lot of teams don't try to win preseason games. And the thing is, too, I... I have the utmost respect for the Ravens franchise. I would say in the last 10 years, off the top of my head, other than Patriots, they're the most successful, consistent franchise. But preseason wouldn't be on my list of top 10 of what they do (laughs) that has made them successful. I guess if you're bored, but I'm not going to ever celebrate or, or like a lot of coaches are legit not trying. And the main goal is to not get people hurt. Hurt, yeah. Like, and that was my thing. Like, I didn't argue with him about it this morning. I appreciate the contribution, bro. But nah, we gotta do better than that. Speaking of cowboy trolling, we're back at it. Um, there's a lot of posts about Dak and his shoulder, and I'm not gonna lie, I'm concerned. I'm very concerned about what's going on. But Rihan has been back in his bag. He's been pretty good since the Olympics. He's been trolling, and this one. People didn't get it. More injury prone, Carson Wentz or Dak Prescott? Obviously, 
Dak Prescott has not had a history of injury. He got hurt last year, and now he's having some issues with his shoulder, but it looks like he's still on schedule to play. Compared to Carson Wentz, who's been hurt every year of his career since like his sophomore year in college. And people really took it seriously because they have that cowboy syndrome. It's almost like Trump and I told Rehan, because he was like, they're taking me serious. I said, man, in sports, the Cowboys are like COVID and like Trump. Like people just go crazy and can't even have any logic when those two are Certain people can't have any logic when those in those subjects. LeBron and the Cowboys, people can't handle it. Yeah, that's about, that's pretty accurate. LeBron and the Cowboys. Um, and it's, it's generically the same people on both topics. They can't handle it. <laughs> It's just like, but, oh. but yeah, I I don't I don't even know why people took that seriously, man. Like, what are we doing? It's just that time of year where everybody just they're just bored, man. They just want blood. Like, it's, it's football. We got to fight something, even though the season ain't really got started yet. We got to fight something. But um, I wanna I wanna go back to this topic though, if we could get serious for a little bit here. Wait, because I can see on the video. They can't see you on the video, but I can see that that twinkle in your eye when you said something about Dak's injury or or shoulder. Like, I said I was like concerned. It, I said, <laughs> it, was like, it was like something something in there that just hinted that you didn't really believe what they're saying. Like it might be more serious than what they're putting. I on. said I was concerned. Okay, all right, okay, all right. You, you know, know I, sure I, we're, all, we're all clear because it, it do sound like some some funny money to me. My man, my man, be out here practicing left handed and. <laughs> All kind of stuff. When I said it, I did feel, I felt like a little lump in my throat when I said it. I was like, I'm concerned, you know? It's like when you, when I took, I used to tell my children, they're like, Daddy, are you scared? No, I ain't scared. Men don't get scared. I said, I'm concerned. <laughs> That's what I would tell them. I'm concerned. Men don't get no scared. What are you talking about? They're like, Daddy, I'm did you concerned. hear that thunder? They said, Daddy, did you see that lightning? I said, Son, it was concerning. <laughs> I wasn't scared. I said, Yeah, you can come sleep in the bed. But I need Dak to play. We need Dak to play. Yes, because to hear Jerry the need Dak to football play. team fans, I just don't even. How do you hurt your arm when you really you you've been hurt the whole year? Yeah, I, 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 me personally speculating. Obviously, I think it was just some overtraining done. Probably some probably on a comeback trail. Room. Yeah, I don't think because. The throwing motion, um, and I sent the link to, to Mike about this early in the week, but the throwing motion for a football shouldn't generate any kind of, like, it shouldn't generate any kind of injury that you would see from throwing a baseball. Yeah. So for them to be reaching out to, the to baseball, yeah, baseball doctors and stuff to have it looked at, I, nah. How many MRIs is man going to get? <laughs> the Cowboys <laughs> website. The Cowboys website posted a thing. And they said, he's getting it again. It's just a precaution. Don't be concerned. This was Cowboys Twitter. I'm like, bro, this is not making me feel better. This sounds like y'all trying to cover some stuff up. Like, God, God. I'm just put sick of it energy, already. Put that energy into your COVID shot, you bum. I, I know. I know. And moving on to our headlines, hey, we try to keep it light, but I can't be light. Like, dudes, I don't understand. Joe Matz posted this. Uh, this was um, Soilis, I guess her name is. I never heard somebody say it out loud, but it's from an article on Sports Illustrated where it's talking about the NFL screwing it up again, investigating the women that are accusing Deshaun Watson. And she says, uh, Soilis, she's been one of the more vocal people um about this and she's giving interviews she said this woman asked me what i was wearing which really pissed me off 
Solis told Sports Illustrated in what was her first interview with a media outlet. She explained that that's something that she has to ask, which I don't believe at all. I'm sure, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to be wearing and what would suggest I don't want you to put your penis on my hand. Do I need to wear a turtleneck? Like some of this stuff, this is just basic rape culture stuff. Like I'm not even, this is not even asking you not to like slut shame somebody. Well, it is asking it. But I, I feel like everyone in America should agree that no matter what a woman is wearing, you can't sexually assault them in any method. I'm not even taking the hard stand that a woman might not expect a comment based on what she's wearing or get more attention or looks. I'm not even going there. I'm saying that they should not expect to be sexually assaulted if they, <laughs> no matter what they're wearing, and that's not relevant to an investigation. I mean, it, it's one of those things that I'm always going to go to, like, Sean Watson's a mama's boy. Like, he, he's he got a, a good mother in his life. He probably cares about her deeply. Um, like, how would he feel if somebody treated his mom like that? Like, I don't understand why dudes talk about, like, random women in a, in a way that they wouldn't talk about, like, their mom, their yeah. daughter, and, and, and sister. Because, you know, people will be like, well, that's not my mom, daughter, sister. It could be. It could then, be very then easily. You, then what you gonna do? Very easily. Then what you gonna, and it'd be the same. It'd be those same dudes that want to take these prom pictures with guns in their arms, talking about <laughs> don't touch my daughter and this and that. And then you get online and you're talking about, yeah, man, I did this, I did that. Or look at what she's wearing. Mm. All right, bro. Like that's goofy, man. Like it's a massage. It's agreed upon that there's gonna be some contact. Yeah. Because you're getting a massage. But one. Your, your dick should never be in your hand during the massage unless, unless it's agreed upon. That's agreed upon, yeah. And then, and then, too, you shouldn't be touching on the masseuse, bro. Like, you're supposed to be relaxed. <laughs> I get a massage, like, every month, man. It ain't nothing like that. <laughs> like, I'm not going to... um. Uh, let's just say there are ways to get what Deshaun Watson wanted without harassing these women. That's all I'm going to say. But... Cost, but just pay. Yeah, yeah, you just gotta pay. You more than forty dollars or whatever he was trying to pay. He trying to pay a chick. He yeah. wanted to do some thirty dollars, <laughs> especially when they know you are a million. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. I, and like, and bro, but, I, just, but, I just googled your your spot track contract. You gonna have to come up with more. Yeah, than you gonna do a little bucks. bit more. Than it. As long as you, as long as, as soon as they heard he was in the NFL, they like, oh okay, okay. But the one guy on the thread, and I'm not gonna say his name. If you want to come on the show and discuss it, I'm not gonna be nice, but you can come on the show. But I'm not gonna trash somebody that, like on a serious issue like this. People was like, what's wrong with it? He said she could be wearing her bikini. It does not matter. What I don't know. I'm not taking a straw. I'm not simping. I'm not taking a strong stance that's saying you shouldn't sexually assault women. You shouldn't do bad things to women just because of what they're wearing. I, I just think it's an honorable thing as a man. And, and these people, they contribute to this rape culture where it makes it hard for women to come out. Men ought to stand up for this. I'm not even saying get equal pay or whatever. I'm saying don't sexually assault women. Don't slut shame them for uh, you know what they were wearing or they're trying to get his money or whatever like that. Like I, I, I don't understand what's so controversial about that and why some men need to hold on to that. But I think what you were saying... I think that maybe some of these women should share, some of these mothers and daughters, if they're comfortable, should share what's happening to them. Because there's not a lot of women that hasn't at least been sexually harassed, much less sexually assaulted in some way, you know. So maybe if they shared those stories, these men wouldn't say this dumb stuff. But it's just, 
I, I, I don't understand. Obviously, the NFL has this mentality because why would it matter what she was wearing? I, I don't. Oh, I mean, but you, but you know, the league, the league always gonna protect the shit, man. They yeah. got an image to uphold. So I, I mean, I wouldn't doubt that whoever she talked to is is out here Olivia Pope in it, trying to figure yeah. out a way to to um discredit her or anybody else's story. And fans are going to support that anyway because ultimately they don't give a damn about these people. They just care about the game and what it what it does for them, whether it's their fantasy football team, the gambling uh, angle, et cetera. Like, that's all people generally care about. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you should always do right by people. She could be in the nude, man. If you ain't got permission to touch her, don't fucking touch her. It's that simple. Like, that's, that's something it's not that hard. When you're super young, like, literally, you... This is one of the basic principles of our society, but for some reason it seems to be the hardest for people to grasp as they get older. There seems to be some implied permission yeah. with, with, with women as if we, we're not an advanced civilization or something. Like, we back in the fucking medieval time. Yeah. I, I don't understand. Like, Even the strip club rules. Do we have to go to the strip club rules? Like you can't touch them when they're on the stage. Yeah. You gotta. I mean, come on, exactly. man. You can't even touch them on the stage. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Even the strip club rules. Okay. They got rules. Like, come on, man. And they're definitely wearing things that would entice you <laughs> to want to touch. It's gonna cost you more than forty bucks if you want to touch. Yeah, them. you got to. Yeah, yeah, you got to do a little more than that. In lighter news, we had uh, Tyree Kill kept calling out the goat, and the goat has finally responded. Usain Bolt, this got a lot of discussion on the page. He is willing to wager a gold medal against Tyreek Hill. Against Tyreek Hill's Super Bowl ring. Tyreek, he is hustling you. Do not do this. I mean, that was pretty nice. I, I, I'd have been like, put your life on it. Or, or put some money up. Like, especially after you, you got way more money than him contract-wise. Go ahead, put something on it, man. Stop all that yapping. If there's one thing that fast people will always uphold is that they are you know faster than whoever you're going to put up against them Usain Bolt is an apex predator bro he still probably can get off the couch and run a, a low 4-3 easily as long as he's stretched he can blow his hamstring and still outrun most people leave him alone like he knows how to run he's taller than you It's this isn't like you going against Buda Baker or somebody like that you know this is the the, the cream of the crop it's it's like some it's like Ali in his prime getting challenged to to a a, a boxing match by by your boy Will. <laughs> Go ahead and say what would have beat him. I ain't gonna say I, I I was just gonna say Will had a big reach advantage. That's all I was saying. Will had that reach. Why could you say Connor or something, man? Why you gotta go Will? Nah, nah, nah. I, I wanted to see where you was going. How, how, how Ali gonna get up in there though? How you gonna get up in there? That's all I want to know. Yes. How you gonna get in there? It'd probably be a whole lot easier than people want to Yeah, probably, yeah, because he's not a train fight. Yeah, you know. But, uh... Yeah, and it's funny, Tyreek Hill hasn't said anything since then. Yeah, he got real quiet about that. Then he really upped the ante because he said, your Super Bowl ring, you're so sure about this. Let's do this. I'm like, nah, bro. Uh, I think it was a couple years ago, Bolt ran a 4-2-2 in sweatpants without training. And sneakers, yeah. Yeah, So, like, what, what? Yeah. No, you don't want to do this. And he's not that far removed from his. I'm trying to see what year this was. But he, let's see, he did it at the combines. It was a couple years ago. But you just don't want to fool with track. Track speed and football speed are two different things. Yeah. Like people thought RG3 was like this super fast person. And he just ran the damn hurdles. Yeah. Not like track speed is just like, 
And then track speed doesn't always translate to football because it's so much shifting around. You know, the track guys don't always do the best. So, but it's just two different things. Stay out of this. Race, race my boy, uh, Scotty Mitchell. He was calling you out, Tyreek. Race DK Metcalf. You know, like, he couldn't even beat uh, Marquise. Uh, yeah, Godwin yeah, he could. From, from um, our squad. Yep. I think Godwin. And he had some, you know. Of a second, but he ran professional. Sprint, track, yeah. And he wouldn't get anywhere near Usain Bolt. And the fact that there was, was somebody on the thread, he was about to defend it. Borderline defense. But I think he... He switched it to the Super Bowl ring being worth more than the gold. Yeah, ring. yeah, I saw that. I saw it's the principle, bro. It, it don't matter what they wager. It's the fact that this dude got the audacity to think that he's fast enough to challenge the fastest person that's ever lived. Like, go sit down somewhere. Yo. Stay in your lane. Stay yeah. in your lane. And Daniel Jones, in other news, Daniel Jones sucks. I don't know if you saw this. I hope you did see it. I had to look at it three or four <laughs> times to see how bad it is. I've been so critical of Dan. Well, so critical of the pick. Because I don't think he was a bad prospect, but to pick him, what, 15, 16, 17, 13, whatever they picked him, it, it was a little it, it, To see him as a first-round quarterback, you're stretching it, you're reaching it. He's got processing problems, which I, ever told every, I told everybody, he can't get from one to two very well. And this one, I don't know what he did. It's like he just threw, it's like a Madden glitch or something where you hit the button and it just goes out to the air and a guy intercepted it. It's, it's one of the worst it like messes with your head. It was so bad that like it messes up your brain because that's not how football works. That's how bad he threw that pass. Looks like Eli to me. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, I'm hoping that it was something that we just couldn't hear, like the whistle blew or something like that. He was just throwing it up. But I, I don't doubt. I don't think that was the issue either. But Daniel Jones, bless his heart, can't be successful in the league because he has turnover issues. And it's not even the interceptions, it's the fumbles. It's yeah, the that doesn't help sacks. either. Like, it's always something. He, he will always be a walking turnover, and it's hard to be successful when you're like that. But I, I will never forget my man trying to hound you about, I think it was, was it practice videos? Forever. Training? I mean, preseason. Yeah. I mean, he wouldn't let and it go. He was like, wait, wait, wait till he play. And, and he had flashes, a couple of successful throws and things like that, but... It's just not panning out. And the Giants are a dumpster fire. The Giants and Jets are twins right now, which yeah. is scary because the Giants used to be the model franchise for consistency, even if they, they were not necessarily winning at a high rate. Just the consistency and the staff and the players and just the way that they do things typically was done the same every single year. But now it's just it's just a hot mess. And then they made the fatal error of going to get a Belichick guy thinking that it's going to change something. And then he's going to come up there and, and show his ass like Patrice and everybody else <laughs> that's not a Belichick guy. And then it's going to blow up in his face. I don't think Vrabel counts as a Belichick guy. No, because he, he technically did not. He didn't yeah, have a coach like, under I think he played for him, but obviously. Guy. He never coached under him. Yeah, I think you need to give, give him somebody else because obviously – his method of coaching isn't like anything like the rest of these guys. They all do the same shit. They all come in there. Uh-huh. like they, From Charlie Weiss to, yeah. uh, got, I guess Romeo doesn't do it, but the, most of them do it. Dudes who make 20, 30 million, 10 million, 8 million. You got people making over six figures, and I'm just keeping it low. They make over six figures, and you got them running laps. It's ridiculous. I didn't want to run laps in high Childish. school. Childish. It's childish. I didn't want to run laps in high school. They don't hardly do that shit in college. 
That rah-rah stuff is not... These are grown men. These are businessmen. These are, you, you can't do that rah-rah high school, college stuff. And you know, we're right. Some colleges done any work then. These dudes are retiring because they're just tired. They're like... Yeah, that's funny, too. They do it. They retire. And trust me, I know because it happened to my fucking team. When we had a coach that was trying to be a hard-ass and it didn't quite pan out, and Ronnie doesn't want to admit that. We won't get into that over there. <laughs> but there, we used to have a coach that was trying to be a hard-ass, too, and the older players just... Veterans don't respect it. You're supposed to yeah. give your veterans a little bit of slack and training camp because they know what to do. Training camp is yeah. not for the veterans. Training camp is for the young people. So everybody knows that. If you're a smart coach, you do that, but some of them can't adapt. Skip Bayless got a... Uh, I rarely talk about Skip, but he got handed Skip. to him. I believe it was Skip. Jimmy Taft. It was our, uh, it definitely was on the video or memes of the week. He basically, I thought it was okay. I mean, it's a cheap shot, but that's what Skip Davis does. He was talking about Mike McCarthy, my coach, who I still really haven't, you know, accepted that yet, but my mm-hmm. analytic coach. But he basically said that was he winded with the fired up speech because he's overweight. It was just a cheap shot. She went into this whole thing about whether or not it was a qualification for a coach to be fat. It's not what he said. He took a cheap shot because he was fat. And did he get winded giving a speech? It was just a cheap, dumb shot. If you're on Skip Bayless's show, that's going to happen a lot. And she turned into this whole fat shaming thing, which just wasn't necessary. I hope Skip don't have her on the show. I, I'm never a Skip side, but this time I'm like, what you doing? What, what you trying to do? Burn his ass, yo. that's what you should do. <laughs> Jump his ass. That, look, Shannon, was the up? best part was Uncle, Shannon. Uncle Shay Shay was like, "Come on, guys, we're a team." And then he was like, "We're a team." Like, actually, but <laughs> and he was giggling I mean, the whole time. Yeah, because because it was such a dumb thing to say, man. And it is she, dumb. But obviously, she took it. She took it um, personal to another level. But I mean, if if Skip truly was fat shaming somebody in the NFL, that would be kind of weird because, again, I was like, has he, has he not seen Andy Reid? There's a lot and, of coaches. Yeah. Most of them are not in shape. A lot of big body coaches. Like, can everybody be, you know, physical specimens like Kyle and McVay out west? But it is what it is. Like, who cares? Like, at the end of the day, are you winning football games? Are you winning football games? Are you keeping people out of trouble? Are you doing your fucking job? I don't care what you look like. Just do your job. Yeah, it just it could have kept going. I, we don't need it, but I mean, it's just you ignore half of what Skip says. But it, again, Shannon, if you haven't seen it, Shannon was priceless. Your boy Jason Kidd, I can't wait. I can't wait to see how much he fucks up. He was such a joke in Milwaukee, and Tony Mays was defending because one player came out for him and said they built the team. Whereas Giannis in his book basically says, just give a long story short on it. He made the players cancel their flights. They were leaving for Christmas break. They played so poorly. He went around the room and put dudes on the spot about how, whether or not they should get their Christmas break. He practiced them too hard, told them to cancel their flight, and then the next day they had practice on Christmas. Like, the way, talking about wearing people out and that same mentality we're talking about Joe Judge, that doesn't work in the NBA either. Like, you got to treat these people like men. And this is the same guy that made Giannis change his shot and had Giannis playing point guard. I I just think the Jason Kidd experiment is going to be a disaster in Dallas, man. This is such a catch-22 for me because in order for Kidd to be successful, Luka has to be successful. So I will will go in there and say that I'm willing to sacrifice Jason Kidd and my Jason Kidd (laughs) fandom to see Luka destroy, to see Luka fail. (laughs) It means that much to me. 
I mean, Jason Kidd's legacy as a player is set, but he, he's not a coach, man. Imagine Mark Jackson. Your coach can't have all these little just stupid stupid stuff, man. Maybe he spilled the drink to get the time out. He's just a clown, yeah, man. Move right there, actually. He's a clown. Move. Huh? I said that spilled drink was a legendary move. If he hadn't told the guy, hit me. Like, he, he shouldn't have, it should have been smooth enough where it was already set up to do it. You know what I mean? Like, he, he, you can see him mouth hit me. So, it just... But overall, yeah, that's a good idea. I mean, I'm not hating that. I'm hating getting caught. Like, all the only... The best thing you should have said was, like, did this happen? And people would have had to watch the tape over and over again. It was very clear on one viewing that <laughs> what he set up. I'm just... Ugh. And then Giannis Maybe is like... Jason- Maybe Jason Kidd's time on the bench as a as an assistant has helped him mature. Giannis is Maybe. one of the easiest superstars to manage, and he abused that man. Ran Larry Sanders out the league. Like, Jesus. My boy Larry Sanders is never the same. Nope, and then a lot of this too is about how he was like real abusive. And you know, I was I coached for a long time and you get on people, but you could cross a line where you're just shitting on them, shit on them. You're not actually trying to develop somebody. You're actually just like if you never come back around and encourage them, then what's your point? You know what I mean? Yeah, and Dallas has got like I mean, well, they got a young, a young star in Luca. I am curious to see how this is going to work because I don't see Jason Kidd conforming to this idea of of Luca dominating the fucking ball like he does. Like I know, obviously, in stats he's got assists, he gets triple doubles and things like that, but. I dare say he would. He's probably going to have an issue with the lack of efficiency overall with Luca and the lack of effort on defense. He's essentially an old school coach. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, we already got plenty of proof that he ain't trying to conform to a superstar. So, yeah, good luck with that. Let's see how that plays out. We'll see. Anyway. We shall see. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Or oh, did you also see? Well, nah, I'm gonna move off there because we don't need to get Jay's kid this much time. Insulting news. <laughs> Patriots had a game, first preseason game. Cam Newton started, did his little thing. When Mac Jones, Mac Dad Body Jones, came into the game, he got a standing ovation from the New England faithful. Hmm. Why why do you think that happened? Because he's white. I never heard of a preseason. I I can't even say that, honestly, because I was telling somebody in the barbershop the other day, we gotta come off this shit. Cam, Cam done, man. Cam, well, I've Cam never was, been a Cam he supporter. Accurate. He wasn't accurate when he was a fucking MVP. Yeah. Now he's really off, and he's lost some velocity on his throw. I don't know if it was the injury um, that made him change his like throwing mechanics a little, or if if the fact that he just doesn't have that zip anymore. But I mean, it's it's a struggle. It's a struggle. I watched. I watched three Patriots games last year. I'm not even gonna lie. I couldn't watch more than three. It was it's awesome. tough. It was awful. So I, I can see why they would be optimistic and, and excited to see another pasty body, fat, slash, who knows what he's going to look like in like four or five years when he develops the Mac Jones system. Um, quarterback. Yeah. But but just because Cam's not that great, why would I be giving this man standing ovations? Like, I, I don't, what, what are we, what are we, did Ter- Trevor Lawrence didn't give a tr- standing ovation. Like, why are we just getting, why, why are we getting standing ovations for a preseason game? Debut for a quarterback. Why are they so excited? Because Trevor Lawrence is still a hippie in the middle of Florida. <laughs> <laughs> if, if Trevor Lawrence was Mac Jones, 
they Florida what Florida probably give him a key to the state <laughs> campaign with DeSantis. <laughs> but I mean it's 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 Matt Jones, it's Boston. I mean you can't get any more generic than Matt Jones. Yeah, they they're 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 probably super excited and coming up with some of the the like dumbest shit to say. And honest to God, he, I mean, I think he will do very well in that system and with that team. And they'll they'll play to his week. And he can run a he can run he can run a team more than just being a game manager. He can run a team. And I think even though they don't have any receivers, we'll see about that. They got the tight ends. Seems like Johnny Smith is always hurt, but they they have the situation for him. That's the perfect spot for him. And so maybe that's what they're applauding too, because they got somebody that looks the part. And will probably execute the part too. It's like the heir to Tom Brady. Not that he'll have that success, but you'll have someone in light of what they want. You know, maybe he'll just be as good as Jimmy G or whatever. But that'll be that'll put the Patriots back in the contention. I guess I ain't high on Mac Jones. I, I, I'm high. Well, I was pretty high on him, depending on where he went. I think he went to the right spot. My boy Zach Wilson. Yeah, did not no, go to the right spot. Definitely. More of the sports page. Let me tell you something. Uh, I was pissed at this. I, I don't know when I got into this Jeopardy replacement thing when they started doing all the hosts. I, I checked out some of them. And uh, Lil Blossom, what is it? Milam, but Lialic or whatever. Lil Blossom from my, my time period. She was good. I could see her being in there. But this man, the executive producer of the show, chose himself over my boy LeVar Burton. I, 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 I It's a travesty. And like I said... Y'all, y'all want to talk about free milk, meek mill, and all this hip hop stuff when there are true injustices going out there today that they don't even know about because their heads ain't in books, man. They forgot about reading Rainbow. They probably don't even show the kids reading Rainbow anymore. They don't, obviously. It's probably too liberal now. Yeah, I know, right? Like, actually, yeah. actually didn't we start burning books back in 2018 or 2019? <laughs> I, I think they, they act like they're burning books. Have you, have you tried to have a conversation with people about anything that requires logic nowadays? It's Nobody tough. It's read. tough. You don't need to read. Just log on to Facebook or something and get your information off of that. Like, from a meeting. people on Facebook. So, um, but now I, I haven't really kept up with it too much because one, like, let's be real. We talk about ABC. We talk about Disney, we talk about ESPN, we talk about this conglomerate that is basically only looking out for themselves. Sean, was it Shonda Ron? She made them people so much money. They and a dog, yeah. No fuck, yeah, they didn't want to give her no fucking creative control, so she had to go to Netflix. So you expect Lamar, Lamar Burton? To, to, Good point. I believe yeah, the guy that created Blackish did the same thing, too. He ended up going to Netflix and got a deal, and they, they were mad about some Kaepernick show or whatever, but it shows Blackish. Like, Get a man a little bit of, I don't know. Give him a little nah, bit of control. That's not how they work. That's not how they work, man. So it's fine. Um, maybe he'll end up taking over for Steve Harvey or something when he leaves Family Feud. Uh, Steve Harvey never give that job up. But uh, yeah, you I was a little sad for the ball. If you want, if you black, if you black, and you want a job in TV. You need to go to CW. They still hiring. Quote unquote, UPN 2.0. It's <laughs> what CW. WWW. Yeah, right. WWB. <laughs> It definitely appealed to a certain, uh, s- certain, certain. I know, right? A certain uh, clientele. It's funny too. They're trying to make these black shows on Netflix. I guess that was part of like the grant for Black Lives Matter and all that kind of stuff. After Floyd, these shows suck. Even Jamie Foxx can't get a successful show on there. Yeah, I think he had it, like nobody's watching it. I, I don't know what's happening, but nobody's watching these shows. But uh, they just need to make another show about crack or something. 
<laughs> Evidently. All right, so just finishing up, our boy Future. Future, according to Black Sports Online, Future got two strippers pregnant during a threesome and a white <laughs> real estate lady at the same time. That's bad luck. But the man, the man is, the man is. What? what whoa, whoa, whoa! Look, man, y'all call me simp. Y'all call me whatever you want to call me. That shit ain't bad luck. <laughs> You're an idiot. Yes, You're thank an you. idiot. You're an idiot. I've never, in the history of of having people even talk about threesomes, ever heard of somebody getting both women pregnant. <laughs> Like, yeah, how do you how do you want to logistically? What? How do you do how, that? How is that possible, bro? Cromartie couldn't even do that. Maybe, maybe. he's a walk he's a walking fertility bay. So I I don't know, man. I don't know. But Future gotta come out and say that it wasn't him. It was his boy or somebody. They <laughs> got it. They got to be something. Like, Good. Even got. Future Future would never be that character. I refuse to believe it. Now the real estate agent that that. Sounds like a bad porn, but it, it probably it probably <laughs> these dudes just give away money. I wish I had that kind of money to give away, man. I almost don't believe that because she white. When did future start wrestling with white hey, chicks? Like, well, you know, do say one thing and do another. They said Daniel actually read the article. I didn't read the article, but Daniel said one of the threesome was white too. But I, I don't know. But I love how Black Sports Online. Uh, how they say got two strippers pregnant during a threesome and a white real estate lady at the same time? Like we had to include that she's white. And I told somebody yeah, in the nickel I in the nickel verse that's scandalous. You get yeah, a white girl pregnant. Yeah, that that's white. scandalous. So yeah, white people wouldn't understand. Understand that they're like, why does it gotta be about color? Why do they have to mention the color? Because we keep our own senses in in Black America, okay. And if the child is mixed, we have to determine whether or not we want to claim said child is black. <laughs> All right? That's how it works. Even though y'all got that 1% rule, or the one drop rule, we don't really abide by that exactly. shit. Exactly. All right? So, so and y'all just wanted to be... There were so many people that I saw that were team future over Russell Wilson. They wanted to troll, thought it was funny with Sierra. And look at it now. So look at it now. So it is a little funny. But I'm team Russell. They don't like Russell because he's a straight-laced guy. He is a little corny. But ain't nobody asking him to be your boy. You can respect it. Yo, what kind of trauma did Sierra go through to go from future to Russell Wilson? That's a those are very spe- different kind of men. She decided to play yeah. as safe as possible. Is is that what it looks like when God works in your life and you, you, you <laughs> act for a good man and that's what you so get? Good. Like I've heard, I've heard women ask for good men for for millions and millions of years. I ain't never seen them get one like that to go from a future to a to a Russell Wilson. She done some hard that's work a, on her life. She done some work to change herself. Prayer, man. That's <laughs> strong prayer. She done some work on her life to even be able to attract that all, kind of man. All that twerking and, and and my body is your body, and and she get that. Like man, some of these women out here really trying to do the Lord's work, and they not getting blessed like that. That's fucked up, man. I might ought to tell him something. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not advocating for it. I'm just saying, y'all need better representation. Y'all need need to find some way to get the guy to be like, hold on. She got Russell. I'm still stuck with Future. I got Future and past. That's what I got. I went from Future to past. <laughs> Ain't a lot of Russell Wilson's out there. And if he was out there, they would say he was goofy. They wouldn't want him. Yeah. I mean, and all, all those can be true. <laughs> I mean, you know, those Russell Wilson, even a, even a poor man's Russell Wilson gonna have a good job. He gonna be stable. A poor man's future, he ain't gonna be rich. <laughs> he, ain't gonna be, he ain't gonna have stable income. 
So before before the the nickel delegation truly speaks out on this, we need one, we need to see what this real estate agent looks like. Two, we need to see the the, the two ladies from the from the threesome. You said they were strippers. That's what he said. All right. Well, we need to know where they're from, whether they frequent, because strippers in Miami and Atlanta are different from strippers out in L.A. And, and up in New York. So we need we need these details before we we cast judgment. We're not ever gonna kick Future out, obviously, but we might have to come together with a good story or something like that to deflect. All right. What you got going on that we need to promote? There's enough talk about um, Future there. Well, no. I do listen. To, I do like Mask Off. Just back on our other, uh, our other uh, talk for last week. I do like a little bit of Future Mask Off. I like that song a lot. Let that song. Let that beat. Oh my god! I'm not talking music. Man, <laughs> Mask Off was like a decade ago, yo. It was not. It's like three or four years ago. Cause it, my kids were listening to the school. That's a decade. Bro. It's like it's sixteen, like man. Years. It's like it it's is like in music years. Yes, but... is, is seven years in theirs. In rap years. If your song is at least two years old, it's, it's over a decade old, man. We let's, I'm let's just telling you, I like it, man. Current made like six albums. He made like six albums since then, man. <laughs> I, I um, bet. Got to pay child support. So this, this week, we have a special, special treat, even though he doesn't know it yet. Um, this punk, Ben Garcia, will be coming on the college football show to talk Big 12 football. Um, we're going to get Jeff Rushing, um, one of our main contributors in college football, and just football in, in general to come on as well to kind of negate some of Ben's ridiculousness. But um, they will be coming on for the Big 12 representation, and um, Marcus and I will be going over that uh, preseason um, review. And just want to give a shout-out to Team Turnbuckle Podcast. They're doing good work. Keith's Fantasy Football Show. Uh, he's trying to preview. I'm really excited for Daily Fantasy. I'm not ready for, like, I don't think we're going to have a fantasy league in IBS this year, but we'll keep the Daily Fantasy hot. Um, and just keep hey, on looking can out. I, for... Can I ask a question? Mm-hmm. Can I ask a question? Uh, the Team Turnbuckle Podcast, is, is, is it true that a position's opening up due to some internal conflict? No, no, no. There's still a three-man booth. They still... It's still riding strong in there. I heard Black Sports Online got a hold of some shit over there. Some <laughs> turbuckle, they say put it out there. Brief, brief sabbatical. The brief sabbatical. That's all. There's an internal internal situation we had to take care of. We got Olivia Pope on the case. If you need a lawyer, holler at me. <laughs> all right. For Star Scream, this is the commish. Y'all have a good one. <laughs>